Bars, rhythm, and beats. Uh, and when I wake up, I recognize yes, you looking at me for the pay cut. Now let's start the show. show. Hey. You got a new intro. You know who I am. You know what, Mike? I had an epiphany. You're an enigma. Yeah, I can see that. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Bars, Rhythm, and Beats. I am your host, MWC, and the other side is... Rocky Shell B. What's really good? Um, I'm going to go ahead and apologize early in this this episode because I am drained today. So if I'm not as enthusiastic as I normally am, uh, I apologize. But hey, I'm I'm trying to stay consistent. We here now. We about the we had a little little, little mis- miscommunication, but we about to knock this episode out and uh, bring y'all some of the best entertainment in the podcast world. Uh, what's going on, Rocky? How you been, girl? Um, tired. Oh <laughs> man, yeah, tired. Uh, ready for this week to be over with. Hey, listen, I I feel you on that one. I feel you. I already told you what my week's been like. I'm not going to bring that up on here, but <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been a long week, but it's good. I like it. I like I like being tired when I come home. It means I I accomplished something. So yeah. So uh. It's been a lot of new music came out over the last couple of weeks. Um, a lot of things happening in the in the world of hip hop, R and B, and just music in general. Um, but before we get to that, uh, what you drinking, Rocky? Um, I'm currently drinking a pumpkin blue moon. I don't like those. I love them. They don't give me a headache. I'm not, I mean, I'm not hating. I just just. I'm not a pumpkin fan. Yeah, it's all good. That, I know, only, I know yeah, it's October. Only, no, no, that's the only pumpkin I drink is a pumpkin beer. I don't want no pumpkin latte, no no nothing. I don't care about that. I want the beer. You, you, ain't, got no, you ain't got no basic white bitch in you? None? No. <laughs> oh, shit. No, I'm, I got this uh, effing vodka and tonic. Oh, that effing is good. It's effing good. That's <laughs> good. Hey, 50, we need an advertisement. Send us some money. Um. Actually, the only thing I haven't tried from 50 yet, I've tried his, uh, what was it, Branson? Is that the cognac he has? Yes, I haven't tried that, that yet. Either. That shit is good. Ooh. It is good. Oh, so you tried it. I haven't tried it yet. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I bought it. I bought it um, actually about this time last year, but I didn't crack it open until uh, Thanksgiving, and it was it was worth the wait. Um, but yeah, no, it, I haven't tried the champagne. I'm not a champagne fan, and plus, I think this champagne is like, Buck fifty. Uh, I ain't balling like that. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Let's see here. So we're going. Where are we going to start? We start with new music. We will start with your topics. What are we doing? Um, uh, I think we should go ahead and get the new music out of the way. All right, new music then. Okay. Um, I got a list, boy. Yeah, I was yeah. He to- definitely got a list. Uh, <laughs> I was prepared for this. I'll probably only listen to about three people on this list. All right, so uh, my man Busta Bus Busta Rhymes dropped a, a single with Anderson Pack called "You." I listened like, to that. <laughs> you know, at the first listen, I was like, "I'm not." I wasn't really feeling it, but then I went back to it a few it's times. It's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Um, you know, Busta's always been one of the more creative individuals in hip hop, dating way back to the early '90s. And Busta been know. before his time. Period. Oh yeah. <laughs> period. And him and Anderson Pack. Um, Good song, really good song. Um, like I said, at first I I was like kind of uh, on it, but then I got in the truck and I was driving around, had it cranked up, and I was like, all right, 
I rock with this. So I, I dug that one. Um, so that was just a single. So I, I'm, you know, um, Anderson Pack has had two singles out recently. Um, one with Buster and one with uh, Rick Ross that we talked about a few episodes ago. I'm hoping this is a lead up to another album. I'm hoping that's what this is because I could use some Anderson Pack in my life. Yeah. Now to something I was looking forward to, and I always look, actually this is like his I want to say his fourth project this year. Yeah, I think it's his fourth project this year. So Currency dropped uh, another album, and if you listen to Currency like I do, you know he drops albums like almost every other month. Like Currency, Currency's damn near the Tupac of the South as much material as he puts out. <laughs> Now, honestly, so he dropped he dropped a, a album with Harry Fraud um, called Director's Cut. Um, if you're a Currency fan like I am, go check this out. I mean, it's I think it's one of his better albums he dropped this year, um, and that's not a shot at any of the other ones. Uh, I think I don't think Currency gets the the recognition for being one of the best Southern rappers out there. Like, I don't think his name gets brought up enough. In, in that realm of great Southern rappers. Like he's been around for what, 10, 10, 15 years now. And he continued, like he found his pocket and he owns that pocket and he does it really well. And he can work with any producer and it just, you know, he's got that kind of chill Southern, you know, New Orleans thing going for him. Man. And, I, and he's got the storytelling. He's got the, 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 the braggadocious, you know, rapper lyrics, um, yeah, I like Currency a lot, and this is a really good album. Um, I don't have the track list pulled up right now, but it's if you like Currency, you're going to love it. Check that one out. I have some good features on there, too. Styles P was on there. Um, hold on. Let me not be that guy. I have I have the internets. I can, I can look it up real quick. Anyway. Can't find it right now, but really good album. Um, Alicia Keys dropped the album called Alicia. I know you listened to some of that, Rocky. What, what was your I, thoughts on what you heard? I mean, honestly, it's always authentic Alicia. Alicia never strays away from Alicia. So I I love it. So I have no complaints about it. I definitely need to go back and listen to it because you know how I just went through it one time. I need to listen mm-hmm. to it while I'm driving. You know, yeah. at nighttime, like I'm in an R&B video, like back in the days, in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Look out the window. No, I, I enjoyed this album. Like you said, it's 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 Alicia Keys being true to Alicia Keys. And, you know, she's always been one of those singers that will give you a whole lot of content. Like exactly. she was, she was talking about love. She was talking about the, the state of the world right now, how our country is and you know, praising, um, you know, some of the important black figures and things that's going on. Um, at least she is going to be Alicia Keys. And this is a great album. And, and one thing that I don't think she gets a lot of credit for, at least I haven't heard. Um, she had, uh, she, some of her, her features are always great features. Yes. Like, like she, she, she's made songs with everybody. Like, uh, and she has one with Beyonce. I think she has one with Rihanna, but in this album she had, um, Khalid, Snow Allegra, who I've praised oh, on this podcast God, before. Snow is, yes. Um, she did a song <laughs> called Jill Scott, featuring Jill Scott. And y'all know I love Jilly from yes. Philly. Yes. 
Um, Tierra Whack was on here, but this was a really good R and B album. Um, I yeah, I, I like this one better than her last album. I I, I really enjoyed this one. It was like just prime great Alicia Keys on here. Uh, yeah, man, it was a good album. Check that one out if you haven't heard it. It's been a minute though since she dropped the album. Wasn't it like 2016 her last album? Was it 16? Yeah, it's been the a while. Holy War. I think it was 16. Was it? Um, here was her last one. I know, but no, uh, here got Holy War on there. That's how I remember her albums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Specific songs. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Holy War was on there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. She over there collecting all them Swiss beast checks. <laughs> oh, I told y'all on last podcast, Armani Caesar from Griselda was dropping an album. Um, she dropped one. It was called The Liz. Um, let me just say that I. Oh, let me get on title real quick. I should sure talk about album. the same person. I loved it. I head. loved it. It's it's short. It's a short album. I mean, it's eleven I know tracks. Who you're about. Um, but it's like twenty five minutes long. And you know, she it, it reminds me of she has that um Jesus that nineties like foxy little chem feel, but a little bit more gangster. You know what I mean? Yep, that's her. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking about. I follow yeah. her on Instagram. I'm like, wait, we talk about the same person. Yep. Mm-hmm. I follow Instagram too. She can, not... she, can, she can flow. She can flow. Oh, yeah. She be she be talking her shit and she got... I mean, listen, if you're looking for a female MC, he spits that street shit that like... If that you, old like, foxy, fo- that yeah. little Kim... Yep, that's her. That's the girl you want to listen to. And I'm not knocking um because I've been on here and said how much I love Rhapsody and uh um I like Meg, I like Cardi, but like Armani, yeah, I, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some more. She I mean she had uh she had of course the Griselda boys on there, uh West Side Gun, Conway. Uh she has two tracks of Benny the Butcher. They sound great oh, together my on tracks. Goodness. Yeah, I, I know I love Benny. Yeah. yeah. They sound great together on the track. I mean they went back and forth, and you can just hear and feel the chemistry um, between her and Benny. But I mean, Benny's like one of the best, best out there too. So I can't really be mad. But I mean, it's like it's a short album, eleven songs, twenty five minutes. Uh, actually, I think it's really like ten songs. Is the intro is just a, a clip from a, a movie? But yeah, um, Amani sees it. A Liz, check that out. It's really good. Um. So now we're going to take it over to the West Coast real quick. My man Problem, what? He dropped an album called Coffee and Kush. Um, Problem, Problem's dope, man. And Problem's one of those uh, those dudes that he's a, he, he's a, a gangbanger, you know what I'm saying? But like he has substance. Like the stuff he was talking about in his album was really good. It's another eleven track album, but I mean, I loved every single song. Um, I loved the the features he had: J Rock on there, Jack Harlow, Tyrese, uh, Terrace Martin, Freddie Gibbs, Snoop Dogg. Um, it was some storytelling on here. It's Coffee and Kush Volume Two, Volume Two, Volume One came out earlier this year. Uh, really good album. It's got that West Coast feel. So check that one out. Uh, I just, I'm running down the list. 
Listen, I'm really excited. Keep it West Coast. My man Reason <laughs> dropped two singles within like a week of each other. The first one was called The Soul Part 2. If you ever heard The Soul Part 1, go check that out. It's one of my favorite songs by Reason. Um, Soul Part 2, man, he was just on there flowing his ass off. Um, threw a couple shots at, uh, at Logic that you know, Logic tried to shrug off. Like, I don't even know who he is. Yeah, all right. You just, you just know that Reason will bar your ass up, Logic. Don't worry about it. Um, he also dropped the track with... Um, Vince Staples called oh, Sauce. I love Vince Staples. Oh my God. So yeah, so Vince and um and Reason. Okay. Great okay. track. So I'm 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 hoping the the fact that Reason's dropping um two tracks back to back like that is kind of a an omen to an album finally coming out because the last thing he dropped was in 2018. Mm. And if you haven't heard that, it's a great album. I, I used to run I used to listen to that like almost every day. When it first came out, uh, but yeah, check those tracks out by uh, Reason. So we're gonna take a little old school. Uh, Public Enemy, who is back on Def Jam after I think like a, I want to say like a twenty-five year hiatus, something like that. Dropped the album called "What You Gonna Do When the Grid Goes Down." Um, let me preface this by saying I will never have a bad thing to say about Public Enemy or Chuck D, ever. Ever like Chuck D and Public Enemy was such a, like when I think about what made me love hip hop and love rap music, it was Run DMC. It was, um, and you're going to hear these these groups and be like, "The hell's wrong with you?" <laughs> it was Run DMC, N.W.A., Two Live Crew, and Public Enemy. And I know that doesn't make no damn sense, but <laughs> it's. If you know me and my personality, like that's really the kind of the core basis of what brought me into to hip hop and rap and what I love about it, because you get all of that. Um, and then Public Enemy was was doing Public Enemy things. Uh, yeah, the fifty seven year old Chuck D still being Chuck D. I love the fact that it had the old school sound, but it didn't feel old. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of great features. Ice T was on there. Uh, the Beastie Boys, uh, Run DMC, freaking. They did a remix to um, "Fight the Power" that had you know Nas, uh, Black Thought was on it, and surprisingly, YG was on the remix. And oh, I, yeah. when I first, I, I when saw I first, it. yeah, when I first saw it, I was like, "What?" And then I heard YG's vo- uh, verse, and I was like, "Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah." But I mean, if you're a Public Enemy fan, if you're a fan of hip hop, if you're a fan of um, hip hop with a political message that talks about things that's going on in the world. Um, you'll enjoy this. I think you'll definitely enjoy it. Uh, like I say, I grew up in public enemy, man. I was seeing it fight the power and, uh, you know, all their tracks back in the day. Sorry. I'm sorry. I am tired. I am. If I'm I know, rambling I know, on, I, I apologize. <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. I, I know we both look at my list. I'm going to skip this one. That's under it. I want to get to that last. Okay. ASAP Ferg, uh, all right, dropped the floor seats too. This was one of them I had to listen to twice because when I first listened to floor seats too, I was out uh, just walking and jogging around the neighborhood. And if you listen to ASAP Ferg, like you got to be in like a like ASAP Ferg is it's it's a mood. It's not even like a. I, yeah, can we get, say it's just, I can give it an ASAP Ferg mood anytime. Drop. 
rock, drop playing game and watch me go crazy. And I can stay, <laughs> I'm telling you, I can stay, I stay, I stay in ASAP for a mood all day. And I got to listen to them all day. Start with playing feel- game, that's it. <laughs> You're playing jinx my shit. But no, like, no, like, I feel like every, if I'm like on a chill kind of mood, like, I can't listen to ASAP for I got to listen to ASAP for when I'm like, like I'm ready to start bouncing around and just trying to bounce around, yeah. He automatically changes my mood, so I love ASAP Ferg. I have nothing bad to say about him. I love his music. Nope, nope. Yeah, ASAP Ferg had a great little. Uh, his was another short. I think it was like 10, 10 11 tracks. Um, no, nah, but uh, Floor Seas Two was dope. I loved the um, the uh, the cameos he had on there. He, he had actual you know NBA players making little drops on there. Dame Lillard and all of them. Uh, check that out. So for the first time, I listened to an entire Mozzie album. Because only before I've heard Mozzie, I've heard Mozzie songs, I've heard other people's tracks. Uh, so I listened to Occ- Occupational Hazard. Um, it was good. It was really good. It was definitely that West Coast gangster shit. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, like, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's just that straight up West Coast gang culture, gangster street shit. If you like that, um, Mozzie's definitely for you. Um, I'm not gonna say I don't like Mozzie. I enjoyed it. It's just not something for like maybe ten years ago when I was younger. I might have been more into it. Um, but I mean, I liked a couple tracks. I'll keep continue to listen to the songs that I do like from Mozzie. But I mean, it's just, it's just I can't do a whole Mozzie album. And that's not saying it's not good. It's just not my. Uh, my mood, you know what I mean? So I'm gonna let Rocky go with this one because I know she listened to Brent Fires. I, I love mean, Fires. Brent. So I'm gonna talk about that track. I'm addicted to him. First and foremost, when I saw that he was dropping something, I'm thinking he's finally dropping a new album. You don't know how excited I was to find out that it was just a single. I felt like I was cheated on. Like I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what are you doing to my heart, Brent? I need that shit. I need whatever you have. <laughs> but calm down, Pookie. <laughs> I, don't know, I need it. It's like an addiction. But I mean, I'm happy to hear anything new from him. And you know, Brent is Brent. It's like he'll move. So you you get tr- you you uh automatically in whatever mood he's in on that song. So. I have nothing bad to say about it. I'm just ready for more music from him. Like, I just can't wait for him to drop a whole album. Happy belated birthday, Brent. His birthday was... Uh-oh, wait. Make sure I'm right. I think the... It was over the weekend. He had a bash in Atlanta. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, it was It was a couple people I saw, because I follow a lot of uh, artists on Instagram that had birthdays recently. Um, but you know, I think September's his closing birthday out. was uh, September... Oh, yeah, the 19th was his birthday. Yeah, September had, like, it was Brent, it was Wale, Nas, Nas a bunch of people in yeah, September. Yeah, it's so many Virgos. So many Virgos. Yeah, I know. I like the Brent. I like the Brent track. Um, you know what's funny, though? Like, every time I listen to Brent, I just go be like, I gotta go listen to... Uh, Go Link's crew now. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time. Every single time. Um, so I'm gonna go to this next album. I had never heard of Spillage Village. No, I, you just introduced me to something new. So Spillage Village. So you have uh, like all right, you probably have heard 
the 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 rappers and singers in Spillage Village, but you didn't know that they were part of Spillage Village. So this was their, I want to say their third album called Spillagen, like religion, but with spill in front of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the members of Spillage Village is uh, Earth Gang, uh, JID. Oh, oh no! I saw it. I saw a, I saw the video. I saw a single. Yep, and then okay, um, now so, so listen, this is this is this is new to me because I didn't know about this. Uh, I didn't know that they were in a group. Yeah, Black is part of it. Hollywood JB, um, Doctor Dot. Was it and, Jid in it? Is it Jid in it? Yeah, J I D Jid. Yeah, yeah, Jid's in there. Yeah, and um, Mariba. I think that's how you say her name. Ah, uh, yeah, and, I remember. And, I saw this. Yeah. Listen, I love Earth Gang. I love Jid. I love Black. I love Mariba. Um, Mariba, I God, I hope I'm saying her name right because I love her music. It listen, if you <laughs> if you listen to this album, if you've ever been hungover in church, this album's for you. If you've ever had pre rolls in your pocket in Sunday service, this album is for you. <laughs> if you are a preacher's kid like myself, this album is for you. I did not know that pretty much. Half of freaking uh, Dreamville and the rest of the great Atlanta singers were part of Spill's Village. Um, no, it's a great, great album. Great album. I loved it. I, I actually went back and listened to some of their older stuff. Um, go find it. it, it it's, it's really good. Uh, Country Wayne does the intro. Hilarious. Oh, <laughs> Listen, it was a great. I listened. I probably listened to that in the Liz the most. So between Armani Caesar and Spillage Village, they probably got the most burn and problem. And problem got a lot of burn too over the last couple of weeks. Um, no, great album. I would definitely highly recommend it. Uh, Elzai dropped the album seven times down, eight times up. If you listen to Elzai, listen, it, it, it's Elzai. He's, he's barring you up. Great beats, that Detroit sound. Um, if, you, if you're if you unfamiliar with Elzai, go listen to it. Learn about him. He's one of the, probably one of the best MCs out there, period. Um, definitely one of the best out of the D. Uh, so check that out. So yeah, I was like, I got, got a lot of burn too. I, I think I ran that back about three times over. The, and I, I just listened to it. I think Monday and I've listened to it about three times since Monday. So great album. So this last one, <laughs> Rocky, you heard the, the Vin Diesel song, right? He, I, I heard a snippet. I did not hear the whole thing. I, okay, I only heard a snippet. It was like a uh, minute yeah, or so of it. It didn't sound bad, though. The snippet that I heard did not sound bad. So It, it, it didn't. I mean, I thought it was uh, I thought it was Pitbull at first, but I mean, yeah, it, didn't it, didn't, it's not, it didn't sound bad at all. You see what COVID does? They got they got these celebrities bored out here making pop songs. Oh, they just they get they get in a bag. They showing us their other talents. Shoot, I'm here for it. You know, I was I was surprised. Um, Finn Diesel has one of those voices where you don't expect him to be able to sing. But he has a single called Feel Like I Do. And I think it's with, uh, who's the DJ? I can't remember who the freaking DJ is. Let me look it up because I don't want to be yeah, that Yeah, I'm going to Google. I'm going to Google it right now. <laughs> um, but no, I, um, I I liked it. I mean, it's not something I'm going to come back to, but I wasn't like, 
I wasn't mad at it. I wasn't mad at it at all. Um, good for him, man. If you got the the money to do it, have at it, bro. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna be mad ever. Um, he debuted on the Kelly Clarkson show, yeah, which I've but... never seen, but Wait, I've seen Kai, clips. Who, who was with Kygo? Kygo one. This is one of those like pop DJs yeah, that with Kygo. So that's who he uh, did the collaboration with. Yeah, but shout out to Vin Diesel, man. I mean, yeah, I had no I heard a snippet. And I was like, this sound good. I don't know what y'all about to come at him for because it sound good. I'm not mad at him. I mean, shoot, you, he's fifty something years old, man. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> go, go make Fast Furious twenty five and and put out singles. Have fun. Um, I'm sure people are going to listen to it. It didn't. It didn't sound bad at all. It sounded like a lot of the stuff I hear on the pop station. So, hey, good on him, man. Um. I think that's all I have for new music. Does anything that I missed that you listened to, Rocky? What did I listen to that was new? Okay. Bryson Tiller finally dropped a video for Right My Wrongs for the deluxe edition of um of Trap Soul. So that made me happy. Uh I'm I heard a snippet of a song that he got with Drake and I can't wait. For this album to drop. So, yeah, that's been my excitement. That and waiting for Brent Fire. So, yeah. <laughs> so, we, we're, we're approaching. No, we're in the fourth quarter now because today's the, yeah, the first of October. Yeah, we are in the fourth quarter. So, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking it's going to be a few artists, like big name artists that's going to drop. I'm ready for it because I think Beyonce coming with something. She about to sneak and drop something. I uh, think Drake's going to sneak and drop something Drake too. Drake too, yeah. Um, Rihanna, come on! I'm t- if we have to wait for this album, the album is what I'm gonna call it till next year. Oh my god! When I catch it, she getting a whooping. I swear to God, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so tired of this. I need that album like she don't understand. Like we are waiting. She keep. I, I'm happy that she's having fun and her other endeavors are growing and prospering because she get all my money, especially when it comes to that makeup line, but God dog it. I want the music. Where's the album? Listen, um, I'm, I, I, I'm speculating, but I think like Rihanna, I don't think Rihanna's coming this year at all. Really? When Rihanna comes, I think it's going to be a flood. No, it's going to be before the summer next year, but it's going to be a flood too. And she's gonna want everybody outside because she about to she about to clear the runaway. Like yep. this is gonna be my spot. She's not gonna come and drop when she knows anybody the else is coming. And that tier is coming. Yeah. And that and that's a pretty that's not a big tier, but there's No, but she's very, very calculating. She really yeah. is. Which she's is which wait. is she's smart. She's smart now. Yeah, she's gonna she wait for the Beyonce's to get out the way. She's gonna wait for the Drake's to get out the way. And then she's gonna drop her music and it's gonna be Rihanna Summer. That's what I think. I think she's been making us wait. She knows that the COVID thing was going down. She can't really go out and do performances and stuff like that. She's waiting until everything and clears up. another thing that I discussed today with my mom. How are artists making their money now? Because touring is like uh, the bulk of their income, you know, especially when they drop a new project. So that's been like my concern. I want to make sure artists get their streams and stuff like that. I just, yeah, but streams, uh, streams, streams ain't really. I mean, yeah, I know streams and purchase, you know, purchase the albums. Is you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how are they getting paid right now? That's my my concern right now. 
with people that um, I love, you know, people I mean, who inspire I, me that I need. I, I want I want them to still stay afloat because honestly, it's probably some of us that's doing better than some of these artists right now, and we ain't I mean, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I I'm, I mean I'm I'm more along the lines of like some of these smaller artists. Yeah, that's what like, I'm talking about. The new the newer artists is what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. The people like, who, I'm not I'm not worried about a Rihanna. Yeah. Or Drake, or, or yeah, Beyonce, Jay, Kanye. I'm talking about. Nah, it's none of yeah, them. Yeah, none of them. I'm talking about these new artists that they were preparing for 2020 to be their breakthrough, and 2020 has been. We had we have no control over 2020. We can only control nah. ourselves. That's about nah. it. Yeah. Um. I mean, you know. Um. I look at it, I look at it two ways, and I'm not in the music business. I'm not an artist. I'm just a commentator that has a microphone and a laptop, and you know, a good friend to talk to. But I look at it like this: it's in this day and age, it's very easy to put music out. Um, yes, streams don't they don't add up to a lot quickly. Uh, but if you can keep putting out like EPs two packs you make your album but the stuff that you didn't like i don't want to put this in an album but i do like it mm-hmm. put it put it out anyway let it stream it's 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 a small revenue but over time it keeps you um flow it keeps you a keeps flow. you keep, no well it keeps you visible true that too because when you think about um like reason like i'm always on here pumping a reason because i really like reason but if people don't know who reason is and or maybe they already heard like his album for 2018 and they, they're not attuned to the music world like I am, they may not uh be looking for him. You know what I mean? So if you like drop a track, drop another track, drop a two-pack, drop an EP, keep people invested in your in your art because at the end of the day, when we can go back outside, or we we're starting to go back outside, but when we can be in big venues and you know have these 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 uh, seat venues sold out. You want people to remember who you are. People aren't going to forget, uh, you know, Busta Rhymes or Alicia Keys, um, but they may not know too much about, because I don't know too many people. I mean, besides me, you, maybe a couple other people that talk about Brent Fires. Um, or. I'll just know this much, though. If you do know who Brent Fires is, you're my people. If you don't know, then um, you late. <laughs> you need to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, I just, I, I just hope that they're doing good, being smart about what they're, what they're doing, um, taking the time to, to hone their craft and just keep people investing in your art and your music. Um, I know for us, it's different because, you know, we're music lovers, you're a musical artist, so we're like we're we're invested in um, a lot of these artists based on not just our fandom and our love for them, but because we listen to their music, we talk about their music, and I don't think I've really come on here and never really shit on anybody's oh, of course project. Not. No, no. Because um, doing a project, first and foremost, takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of to get to get the song, to get your your quality right as a beginning artist, that takes some time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Putting out a project is work. So I commend anybody who has done it and like continuously uh keeps up with dropping singles or or EPs and albums that cuz that's not an easy task and you really got to have something to say. You know what that's I'm saying? Good. Yeah. That's true. That's very much true. I mean, I I'll speak from being a podcaster like we're still honing our craft, right? So 
you know, it. I just hope that these guys are like really just learning it. Like, I want to say learning the lesson, but they're understanding that hey, like anything can happen. And it's, like that's why I, that's why I think we discussed the last podcast where we where yeah our last episode that um it's best that you you learn and do stuff for yourself. You can you you can you'll be at the beginning stages. We all got to start as a beginner, but when you can conquer doing things yourself and you ain't got to wait for people. Yeah. You are a you will become a monster and you are a monster. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the whole goal. That's the whole objective. Do it yourself. Yeah, I mean, especially if like I said, we we do this with minimal overhead. It's a couple laptops, some microphones, and some software and we make it happen. Um you got there I mean, a lot of people start off making beats and making songs in their bedrooms. Exactly what I'm doing. Hello, how yeah. you doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And the thing is, though, um, a lot of these young kids they can go out there and do that and uh, put it on a, on a DSP. Get your song on Spotify. I know, I know people hating on Spotify, rightfully so. But get your song on Spotify. Get your song on SoundCloud. Get your song on Title. Get wherever they're going to stream your music. Put go it do everywhere. It. Everywhere you can, and you build your brand. You ain't got to worry about somebody taking out your pocket, you know what I'm saying, to promote you. Because, listen, I, I firmly believe in the ideal that the cream will rise to the top. If you have great music, exactly. that's, you're that's be all fine. that matters. That's, you just let it, let it spin in the background that, that, and, and keep going to work, do what you got to do until, until it hit. You know, when that hit, you be ready for it. Exactly. I mean- I know I know a lot of people like to like to hate on Joe Button, and I know I talk about him a lot, but it's because he's one of my favorite rappers, and I respect what he's been doing his entire career. But he's been independent most of his career. However, um, he stayed relevant. He's making millions of dollars now just talking. You look at a guy like uh, Tech Nine, who's been independent his entire career, and he might be one of the most. Uh, he's quietly probably one of the most popular rappers in the U.S. He tours everywhere, and all that money goes into his company's pocket. So, I mean, we as a as a generation, our generation, the generation behind us, and even in further down, are are more privileged than the ones before us because we have the ability to get on a, a phone or a laptop and look up, like, well, how do I do this? Exactly. How does this work? You can go to your OGs and be like, well, why didn't this work out for you? So we can learn from their lessons. We can learn and exactly. So like you gotta be out, you gotta be able to do that. And you can still like I that's why I look at guys like and I watch, I sit back and I watch and I look at like I said, like your Joe Buttons and your uh Tech Nines and how they did things independently. That's why I've been watching and talking about all the things that's been going on with this with the Spotify uh podcast stuff with the podcast is making a union against Spotify. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. With what Joe Button's doing, with what Charlemagne's doing, because we're podcasters, so we have to keep up on what's going on because at some point, yeah, we, we're we have a small audience, but we might blow up tomorrow, and we got thousands of people listening to us weekly or every or biweekly, whatever. If we're not smart on what how the market is going and what's going on with the market and who to talk to, who to look to to move further up, then we screw ourselves over. But we have the ability to do it. This is not like when, uh, you know, 
back in the 50s and 60s when a lot of these artists were signing these messed up deals and they don't own any of their masters, don't own their publishing. They did all this touring, all this working, and make all this great music that has changed the world, changed the way we look at music, how we listen to music. And the only thing that they had when they left was a legacy, no money. Right. We have the ability to change that. The another um, thing too, uh, going back to Joe uh, Budden, um, I just saw that Joe Rogan um, mm-hmm. received a hundred million dollar Spotify deal, but he signed over, I guess, the rights to his his uh, his uh, stuff. And I'm trying. I I don't know what what deal they were trying to give uh, Joe Budden, but whoa, you know what I'm saying? And I just think Joe Joe is not going to give up the rights to his exactly. Baby. That's what I'm saying. But you, what was y'all? What was the deal? And maybe it's not my business what the deal was. But this man signed over his stuff for a hundred million with Spotify. It's crazy. And let me well, that, find I mean, out how much um the let me see. It's a new what what are their names? It's not new because I follow one of them. Goodness, Ricky Thompson and Denzel Dion. I follow both of them. Mm-hmm. They um got a show now with Spotify, and I wonder how much what the Spotify deal was. So I'm googling right now. Well, I mean, and we probably I probably won't have the full price, but you know, Spotify well, I, 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 Spotify has a lot of money. And you know they what I'm do. saying, and, and, and then and then it's like what the artists get is pennies, especially if an artist is signed to a record label. The artist is probably getting up to fifty percent of what they get from them streams. You know what I'm saying? And the rest, if, or, or, that. if that, because you know you still got to break the producer off. You got to break, and it's, God it's, forbid, yeah, you got to sample. Yeah, and you got to you got to break everybody off. All the way down to nitty gritty, and I'm like, what in the? Well, I mean, I was gonna say this. I, maybe that hundred million um, deal works for Rogan because I mean, Rogan's got other things going on, man. He's got the UFC stuff. He's got his comedy. He's got a lot of things going on. Um, yes, but, he does. But it may not work out for everybody else. For for me, um. I'm not. I'm not giving you the rights to my shit for even for hundred million dollars. If you're willing to pay me a hundred million dollars for the rights to my then stuff, that my stuff is worth more. That's what's crazy. More. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah, that's what I think about. No. Oh my goodness. No. But I mean, listen. I like I said in the last podcast. Do you? Get your money. How do you got to get your money? And I'm not mad at it. Because uh, guess what? Guess who don't have $100 million? Me. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Did I talk about this in the podcast? What I t- uh, so I was talking to my oldest daughter. And she goes, she's she's in high school now, right? And she's <laughs> her, one of her teachers who teaches like one of those classes where you learn about like uh, finances and college. It's like life stuff. Like uh-huh. things to prepare you for life. And they were talking about you know how much you can make per year, and she was like, "Well, my dad makes three hundred thousand dollars a year," and he was like, "Are you sure? Because you just said your dad, you just told me what your dad does for a living." She comes home, she's like, 
Daddy, you make like three hundred thousand dollars a year, right? And I was like, I'm I make less than a third of that. What are you what are you yeah, <laughs> what are you yeah. talking about? Um I, I just thought it was hilarious that, you know, when you don't understand money, right? It, it like so me and you we both come from uh we'll say humble beginnings to sound, oh, you know, yeah, politically yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah, right? So the house I live in now, the house I own now, is well shit, let me even back that up. I own my house. My mom didn't buy a house until she was her forties. My mom too. She didn't buy a house until she was in her forties. Um, my dad, and my stepmom bought theirs in the thirties, but still, like it it was a long time. And I'm in my thirties too, but I've moved around a lot. Um but it's it's understanding the concept of money what's worth what and how you use it. So I don't make a shit ton of money. I make good money for, you know, for me and my family. I make really good money. But because, I mean, if my kid think I make $300,000, obviously I make pretty good money. <laughs> However, that's from understanding how to use my money, where to put my money, how to how to spend my money and not put myself in a position to be fucked. Mm-hmm. If you don't know that like my 14 year old daughter because let's 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 be honest from, from the age of 14 to the because a lot of these young rappers ain't much older than what 20 25 years old a lot of them are 20 21 years old yep. they don't know which i'm gonna give you a hundred thousand dollars oh shit a hundred thousand dollars man listen let me tell you i could spend a hundred thousand dollars in two hours look I think <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, like you have to understand the concept of finances and money. God, I'm, I'm, let me, let me I, stop talking about this stuff because I'm not even an expert on this. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> and we get kind of off topic. But like, when you are an artist, you have to understand. And we talked about this last podcast about what you're worth. So, Joe Rogan, if you get a hundred million dollars for the rights for what you're doing, that tells me to me that sounds like you're worth more than hundred million. For Joe Rogan, it might be cool. Give him a hundred million. I already got millions in the bank. I'm good. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking it was. But that was just crazy to me. I would not be selling over the rights to nothing. Oh no. Clearly, it's worth more than you trying to give me a hundred k. I mean, a hundred thousand. I mean, God dog, a hundred million. Jesus, we said a hundred. We kept talking about a hundred thousand. <laughs> I was saying a thousand. Yeah, yeah. You trying to give me a hundred million? You know, I'm worth more than a hundred million. This is this is crazy. Yeah. And what it is, I'm a, I'm a, we're going to find somebody that knows finances and come on here and talk about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, I, I look forward to that. But I, I, I mean, I know yeah. a few people. I mean, but, yeah, no, go I ahead. Think, I think, uh, I think with us also, generational curses is making sure we have more for our family. It's the reason that we, it's it, right now, we, we are able to have more than. You know, Mm -hmm. our families, too, you know, they couldn't go as hard and get as much as we can get right now, us as being black people. So it's like when I think about when I think about everything and how my my mom, man, I my success, how I got here. But if it wasn't for my mama in my ear telling me don't mess this up or don't do that or me seeing people mistakes. You know what I'm saying? I want to be here. No, right I, now. I feel you. I feel but you. But it was definitely the mistakes that made me say, "Oh no, I'm doing something differently because I don't want to be this per- like this person." Period. 
I want to be in a better situation at that at this age, you know? Mm-mm. So that's what made me want to research. I research everything, though. I don't listen to what nobody tell me. No, no, I, t- I totally agree. Um, and that's the way I am. Um, the reason why we've, you know, expanded the way we have from just being on, you know, one DSP to we're on seven platforms now. Uh, we have drops now. We have, it's because I, I had to sit there and like, just research, <laughs> just, yeah. just sit there and research things and figure it out. And, you know, we'll, we, we worked together on how we wanted the sound and everything, but we we started this from nothing, but we didn't know what we were doing at all. <laughs> at all, <laughs> at all. I mean, and I'm and I'm sure, like you know, I am very thankful for the the audience we have. Um, you know, in the places that they are. Shout out to all our international uh, fans. Uh, shout out to our international listeners. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to our American listeners. All of uh, our day ones. Shout out to you guys. I need to start doing that at the beginning of the podcast, but um, yeah, like we 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 started from just an idea and we had to research and get to the point where we are now. Uh, and and then that's with a lot of things, just this, just life in general. Um, exactly. Cause you make mistakes. It took me <laughs> being on active duty, uh, E3 being broke one time to realize I'm not going, I'm not experiencing that shit again. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no, <laughs> shit, I was, I was, and I was pregnant. I, I was, was broke pregnant. before that. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was broke before that too, but you get what I'm coming from. Yeah. It, it was my fault at that point that I was broke. You know, when, when you, with your mom and she paying the bills and she a single parent and all that, your dad ain't paying child support and stuff like that. You know, you dealing with the, you dealing with whatever comes, but when you when you did it to yourself, <laughs> I was on my couch like, "Hold up, homie." <laughs> I'll, I'll tell this, f- this together right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell this full story one day, but you know, I, I'm a college. I'm originally a college dropout. I have my degree now, but I dropped out of college. I was 18 years old. I had no money. I was almost 30 grand in debt. Uh, so no, I understood. And that feeling of what do you mean? I owe these people money. I got lawyers calling my phone. No, I'm good. This this will never happen again. Never again. And and that's been my mind state for God, I'm old. <laughs> for the for the next half of my life. <laughs> because I was 18, now I'm 36. I've doubled that. And um, you know, I it, you learn from your mistakes. So as I tell people who work for me that are younger than me, learn from your mistakes, learn from the mistakes of people ahead of you. And I say that to podcasters, I say that to um artists i said it to anyone listening uh but we're going on a fucking tangent and i want to get back to music because i, I swear this is a music podcast i promise okay, y'all so, so, <laughs> okay the bt lyricist of the year what what we who, what, what's going on with that because i'm all right it. so all right okay so i'm i'm gonna talk about this because i know rocky's not like me and she's probably gonna be like okay i agree with this so bt hip-hop awards uh, the nominees came out, and so for lyricists of the year, there was Big Sean, The Baby, Drake, J. Cole, Megan, Lee, Megan the Stallion. Let me say it correctly, and Rhapsody. Oh, how they do that? First and foremost, the category is not. Wait a minute, the nominees. That's not right. See, listen, I like that the baby. 
No. Hell no. How you gonna put Drake, Rhapsody, and J. Cole in the same cat? Get where I'm coming from. Cause cause J. Cole and Drake. Rhapsody to me is very seasoned. You know what I'm saying? No, Rhapsody's Rhapsody the best is the female the, rapper the, out there. You know what I'm saying? So what, how you gonna put that with the baby? Megan, Megan Stallion. Stallion. I love Megan too. But but uh, who else is in that? Big Sean. No, Big Sean belong with uh with Drake and them too. So those two are the odd would, people out. I'm sorry, but I respect Sean's pen, and I'm not gonna hate yeah. on, on him being oh, on there. But no. But here's my problem. Here's my problem with Sean. And I'm not hating on none of the people in. I'm not hating on no one on the nominee list. Get where I'm coming from, because these are newer artists with seasoned artists. Woo! You know what I'm saying? Wait. I mean, it's 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 not even that. How you gonna tell me the? You gonna tell me the baby lyrically is on the same level with J Cole? Woo! Hell no. And listen, I like the baby. I like the no. baby. I like he's too, not the same level with J. Cole. J. Cole. But, but when you got artists like the first of all, Big Sean being on there, this is my issue with Big Sean being on this list. Big Sean was quiet until what three weeks ago. True, he just came out with something. Detroit Two just dropped recently, and now yeah. he's. So he ain't dropped nothing so, in years, but all of a sudden he's he, on the lyricist so, list. It's like they all go to a room, like a little meeting room, and we forgot this person. Y'all dead wrong for that shit. I'm sorry. No, baby. I don't this know. This is my issue. <laughs> if you look at, all right, I don't know what their time frame is for the uh, nominees, but. J. Cole has dropped singles this year. J. Cole was on, had the uh, Dreamville album, Return of Dreamers last year. Uh, that was what, midsummer? I yep. don't know what is it. It's summer to midsummer yep. for it, but I'm guessing. You know, Drake has dropped a bunch of tracks. Rhapsody had one of the best albums last year. I like Megan. I do. I'm not even going to front. I like no, Megan. I, it's it's not, it, I but love no. everybody in the category, but you cannot put them in the same. I would put them in a new artist lyricist category. You get what I'm saying? New artist lyricist. Then you got the you got the season. You got to do that. You have to break that down for hip hop. I'm so sorry. That's like putting Nas. Wait, wait, wait. Why is Nas not even on this list? Nas has yes. An album. Nas do have an album. He should be on this list. But you get one. Where the hell is Royce? Where the Ooh. hell is Jay? Where the Ooh. hell is Jay Electronica? Where the hell is M? Where the hell is um? Man, where the hell is Conway the Machine? Benny the Butcher, like I mean, these guys currency. Like I said, these people have been dropping albums nonstop oh, all year man. long. Push a T. What the hell is where's when you when you go back to even look at the 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 old awards? Like these people aren't in there. So I mean, I, this I just think this is atrocity. Like, listen, I have nothing against Big Sean. I think Big Sean's pen is one of the best. Like I said, I always said it. It's his flow and his voice that bothers me, but his pen game. On point. The baby, I like the baby. Um, he's one of those guys that has a pocket that works for him and he does it, but you're not gonna tell me he's on the same level as J. Cole or Rhapsody. Megan the Stallion. He talks his trash now. He talks his shit. Let's give him that credit. No, and, no, and I'm not hating on him. Yeah, I'm not hating he's definitely has evolved as an artist. I'm giving you that because the baby, I do like you. 
but ain't no fucking way. Not this category at all. No, no. Nah. Nah. Listen, what, 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 what was the what was the hot phrase a couple years ago? There's levels to this shit. And yeah. sir, sir, you're not on this level. Uh, Megan, ma'am, you're not on this level. I'm sorry. I mean, she can spit. I'm not, not even gonna hate. Yet, no, she not, can flow not, her ass off. It's, but... not, it's a not yet lyricist. Do you know what it takes to be a lyricist? Like, how are they gonna just throw them in there like that? Well, here, well, here's the thing though. If you okay, let's let's just say they give the baby or Megan the Stallion the lyricist of the year award. So you're gonna tell me that both of them are better than J. Cole, Drake, Rhapsody, Big Sean, Conway the Machine. Benny the Butcher, um, Eminem, Royce the Five Nine, people who can Jay Electronica, this. people who can Jay-Z. do this while they sleeping, man, while they sleep, like or like a God beat, Nasir, you yeah, know, I mean, beat or a beat just drop and they it, it's effortless. Like th- these are lyricists, you know, th- these are who we talk. There's no way you know. I mean, I mean, there's a there's a guy from Philly that's out there that I haven't even mentioned yet. By the name of Black Thought, that like I don't I mean maybe their definition of lyricist is different from ours, but I'm I'm an '80s baby. Like I said, I grew up on Run DMC and Public Enemy and the Beastie Boys and LL Cool J and Pac and Big and Wu Tang. Like we grew up on some stuff. Shit, like Rock Him, <laughs> Big Daddy Kane. Like don't get me started. Like these are people who, you know, and and here's the thing though, I love all of these artists. I love every last one of them. Um, I listen to their music, but when you say lyricist, I think about someone who takes time to mm. put effort into what they write down or even what they do in their head to put words together. Just because you can say, I'm a certified freak seven days a week. Yeah, it rhymes, but that's not better than the shit that Drake or Cole said or Rhapsody. And Rhapsody, got, like I said, Rhapsody had one of the best albums I heard last year, period. Um, yeah, there's no way. I just, I, how it took, it, you can't, you can't even put mind boggling, yeah, <laughs> perplexing. You can't, you can't put Rhapsody with Cardi, you can't put Rhapsody with freaking Megan, you can't put Rhapsody with a lot of these female MCs. She's in a whole league of her own. That's what's sickening to me. Like, what, what's going on? I don't know what they're doing at BET. No, I, I just feel I, I like mean, they just, it's, just, it's just like all inclusive. We want to make sure everyone feels like we care about them. And it's cool, but if if it's justified, shoot. Say I I'm a hip hop artist, and I end up in the, like I end up on the list. I need to be on there if I'm if it's justified for me to be on there. That's no different from when Macklemore got a freaking Grammy and Kendrick should have got it. But we are gonna leave that alone. You know, that's a different conversation. You know what I mean? you know, that was white privilege how? at its finest. But how you know what I'm saying? How okay, all right, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I haven't even looked at the other nominees for the other categories, but this alone just told me the hip hop awards is bullshit. I mean, it's gonna be trash. <laughs> I feel like y'all doing an all inclusive party, and that's cool. But make sure people deserve to be in them slots for them nominees, like for to be a nominee. That's ridiculous. Like, don't just give it to people. Like, make sure they earn their strikes for it. Like, make sure it makes sense because none of that makes sense. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So. Because I'm on the BET website. <laughs> the nominees for hip hop album of the year. Oh, please don't piss me off. 
Don't piss me I'm off. Don't even I'm tell about, me. I'm about to piss you off. Oh, hold on. Listen. Don't say nothing to listen. Just be quiet and listen to the category to the to the nominees. Just just fall back. Album, hip hop album of the year. Future high off life. The baby, blame it on baby. The baby, Kirk. Lil Baby, my turn. Megan the Stallion, Sugar. Last but not least, Roddy Rich, please excuse me for being antisocial. Um I need you to run through that again. Listen, the baby got two albums on here, Future on here, Lil Baby on here, Megan the Stallion, and Roddy Rich. Lil Baby, Future, and Roddy Rich. Listen. Do they got the baby uh album, the deluxe one? It, it's Which just Kirk they... and Blame It on the Baby. Blame it on the baby should be on there. Why do they got two? They don't make no sense to have two. Why is the baby on there twice? That's what I'm trying to say, number one. And Sugar was a dope EP, but Megan got better albums than that Sugar EP. I don't I don't even care what she has it better than like, that. I, just don't I wanna I wanna know why I wanna know why music to, to be murdered to is not on there or the allegory or what was, what was the name of uh uh the J Electronica Jay Z album? Like that was better. Like Kings of Things could have been on here. Roddy Rich definitely deserved to be on there. Was was Keys Disease better than uh, Future album? You know how we got these Future stands. I love Future too, but Keys Disease is better than Future album. That's what I'm saying. Fam, listen, listen. Conway, Conway was better than. Well, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a pass on on Big Sean because he came in late. He he just dropped his album. Just dropped, but what? None of this is making no to me. Nobody from Griselda. There's nobody from the West Coast. Um, Royce dropped an album. M dropped an album. Jay Z, J Electronica, um, Currency. I I mean, like who 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 is picking these? Fam, nah, this shit, this shit is unsat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't I don't agree with that. It is. Hold on, I'm I, I'm. I, I shouldn't even. I shouldn't even look at the rest of the damn. Come on, BT, y'all killing me. All right, I'm gonna do this one. This is my last one. I promise y'all, I'm gonna do this last. This last category: hip hop artist of the year. And it's the same motherfuckers, man. No, please let, let's just pass it. I just don't, don't, don't make me mad, Mike. You know? Listen, can, listen, I can't same, do this. <laughs> it's the same people. And look, it's the baby Drake, Future, Lil Baby, Megan, and Roddy Rich. Listen. All right, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. I don't like Roddy Rich. I love Roddy Rich. I'm sorry. No, I don't. I'm. I'm. That whole I, entire I, I, don't like Roddy Rich. I love him. I'm sorry. I play. I played yeah. that the first half of the year. Uh-uh. I love him. Hmm, no, I'm good. I'm good on him. Uh, I didn't really like Future's album that much, and I like Future. I, I love Future, so you know. Uh, we have a love hate relationship, but I love the album. Oh, uh, because that's because you're a future clone. Um, <laughs> I'm the female version. I ain't no clone. <laughs> Wait, here's the other thing. Like, all right, you got Drake on all these lists. I mean, other than a couple songs this year, what did Drake put out? 
Nothing. If you wanna, if you wanna talk about that that little thing that he dropped to just keep us afloat, he could have kept all of that. Man, listen, I... he could have, and he know it. <laughs> it oh, was what? to keep us afloat, but only Drake can do that. He, he don't dropping, the only person I know can do some do some dropping shit like throwaways that. just to, just yeah, because. Just because I had these in the tuck, you know. what I mean, just go ahead and stream that real quick. Give me a couple. Give me a couple of dollars. Jeez, but. To get off of to get off of that and like stay on our list because BT, I don't know what y'all doing. Y'all I'm done with BT right now. Y'all sound like y'all running a muck right now, and I ain't got time because none of that makes none of the none of that makes any sense whatsoever. They got a bunch of college on. interns. Yeah, yeah. What y'all got shit. going on? That, that ain't making no sense. Um, let's get into the Emmys. The only person I want to talk about is Zendaya anyway because she's the youngest. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. she's the she's the youngest. Um award winner and i'm proud of her because euphoria is really really good and i can't wait for the second season so so i have never seen euphoria um but but i'm I'm gonna warn you when you watch it watch it all in one setting because mike i'm telling you i started on the episode and i had to cut on the light in my room go ahead and pour me up something because it takes you to a place you ain't you you don't want to be in (laughs) what is going on (laughs) so all right so the reason why we're talking about the Emmys and, and and the reason why I brought up the Emmys, and I know this is a music podcast, excuse me, is because um I wanted to spotlight uh the the wonderful black actors and actresses that that uh won awards. Yes. Regina Zendaya King. Zendaya, because we're already on Zendaya. She won lead woman in a drama series for uh Euphoria. Um so I was introduced to Zendaya when she was a little girl on her little Disney show. I don't remember the name of it, but that's how I was introduced to her because of my kids. And so I feel like I've watched her grow up. So it's weird when I'm like, oh my God, she's a she's a beautiful young woman doing these things. It's just, it's just weird. Like I'm almost like a parent uh, watching her grow up. So I, congratulations to Zendaya. Um, I feel like she has way more bigger things to do in her career. And this is just the start. It is so um, amazing how young she is and how much she has accomplished so far. I am so so proud seeing seeing us win. <laughs> we win it like that makes me happy. Like so speaking of us winning, <laughs> um, so one of my favorite shows that I watched this year doing uh, during the the quarantine was one of the first things I binge was The Watchmen. I if you have not seen The Watchmen, and I have it to is... watch that now. I'm watching that. Oh next. my god! I Euphoria, so I got to watch that next. Regina King. Listen, Regina King. I love her. I love her so much. But um, The Watchmen, uh, not the movie, the TV series that was on HBO was fantastic, and it tackled so many things that's going on in our country. And they filmed this a whole year prior. And I mean, um. Such a great show. First of all, the Watchmen won limit, limited drama series. Uh, the alcohol is kicking in now. Uh, <laughs> Regina King won female lead limited drama series, um, which I think she has tied the most Emmy wins of a black female. And I sus- suspect that she will probably pass that um, because Regina King, who's finally getting her flowers as being one of the best actresses in Hollywood, I don't give a fuck what race she is, but one of the best actresses in Hollywood. Um, so great for her. 
All right, I'm gonna hope I'm gonna say his name properly. Yaya Adul Mateen, who won male support for The Watchmen. Um, if you don't know who he is, he played. Uh, damn, he was, I forget his name. This character in uh, the, he was in the Get Down. He played Black Manta in uh, Aquaman. Oh, like, him! Yes, I know. Exactly. Don't 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 sploosh on my damn podcast. Uh, <laughs> yes, God. So for the women, for the black women, yes, God, mm-hmm. I know exactly who you're talking about. And I'm, I'm sure that the women who watch the show are probably splooshing thinking about the show. I'm not going to tell Rocky what it is because you might get aroused. Um, <laughs> I saw too much of him on that show. I'll tell you that much. Um, mm, uh, I, want, I do want to give one shout out to one white person, uh, Jeremy Irons, who was on Watchmen. Uh, he's one of my favorite actors ever. He's one, two, he played two of my favorite villains, um, Scar and the bad guy from uh, Die Hard 3. But yeah, he he won an Emmy, or he was nominated for Emmy for The Watchmen too. Um, RuPaul, RuPaul's Drag Race won Best Competition Series. So shout out to the LGBTQT, WXYV, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and RuPaul for winning that one. Um, Uzo Aduba. Uh, uh, who won an Emmy for Miss America's for supporting actress? You may not recognize that name, but she played. Uh, I think her name was Crazy Eyes on Orange Is New Black. Oh so, yes, okay. Yeah, shout out to her. Um, so these last two, I want. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna do Dave Chappelle first. Dave Chappelle won for Best Variety Special Been long Writing. Overdue. No, he no, he's already got Emmys. He's got two of them, two other Emmys. Okay, I'm about um, to say because this has been long overdue. But he 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 spoke out against critics because they shitted on Sticks and Stones, which he won his Emmy for. Um, but they he won an Emmy for it after they shitted on it. Oh my god! <laughs> um, so shout out to to Dave Chappelle for being Dave Chappelle and just talking his shit and and giving y'all reality. So I say this for last. So the Emmy for director of the best variety special went to Stan Lathan. If you do not know who Stan Lathan is, um, I'll give you the, the, the bottom stuff first. He's the father of Sanaa Lathan, but Stan Lathan has probably directed like every, he's been a part or an influence every black TV show since like 1970 something. Okay. And at, and I'm not even joking about this. Um, Stan Lathan is a legend in Hollywood. He's a legend in black uh, film, and we this know. is his first. This is his first win. Wow! But we wouldn't know a lot of these comedians if it wasn't for Stan. That's what a lot of people don't know. Listen, hold up, because I don't. I want to. I want to do Stan justice. Yeah, give really him. Yeah, do. give Yeah. I want to do I want to do him justice because I feel like um, he deserves it. Yes, we have you know his daughter, but he's been in the game for a long, Def, long time. Deaf comedy jam, exactly. Beat Street. Dave Chappelle's killing him softly, which is like one of my favorite stand-ups of all freaking time. He's worked with uh, Cedric's Entertainer on one of his stand-ups. Uh, God, he's been doing this since the seventies, man. But this goes to show that you know how great you are. You don't even care about the accolades. He's great. He with with without an Emmy, he is great. You know what I'm saying? And it's no, no, it taking this damn long for them to acknowledge that. But you get what I'm coming from? 
let me let me let me clarify this real quick because I don't I don't want to I don't want to um I don't want to get this misconstrued. An Emmy does not make does not solidify Stan Lathan's legacy. It does not. Stan Lathan is a legend. Period. Without an Emmy, without an Oscar, without a hell. Listen, let me let me let me just let me just run through some of this stuff, man. Um, he did uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood. <laughs> like I said, Def Comedy Jam. He's worked with Dave Chappelle quite a bit. Um, Def Poetry, Section Entertainer. He did All of Us, uh, the Steve Harvey Show, the Bernie Mac Show, Moesha, the Jeff Foxworthy Show, um, South Central, Rock, Martin. Uh, you, hear, you hear what I'm saying here, man? Like, he is important to black television. He's important to black entertainment, the Red Fox Show. Um, if you don't know who Stan Lathan is, man, look him up. He's just, he's just not the father of Sna. Um, and the reason why I'm bringing this up because he finally got some acknowledgement from the white people. Really. That's what it is. He got acknowledgement from the white people that he's great. He's always been great. He's been great since 1970-something. But you know, so, how the, uh, you know how many of us won um, this, uh, um, um, this round at the Emmys and it's been, to me, long overdue. It's just like... Listen, Sanford and Son, <laughs> Sesame Street. Like, yeah, listen, it's man. <laughs> and I'm just. So that was I just I just researched. I did have it wrong, like Michael said. Uh, Dave Chappelle has three Emmys now. Yeah, but uh, listen, I just wanted to put I the reason why I even went on the whole Emmy tangent mostly for Stan Lathan. Um, I am someone who was partially raised by the TV, and I know what. I know I've saw that name my entire life. Coming up you in know. the credits every time. Yeah, I saw every single time. Watching stuff I had no business watching. <laughs> and they would pop up. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I mean, he's done it as a producer. He's done it as a writer. He's done it as a, a, as a director, man. So congratulations to uh, Stan Lathan for finally being acknowledged by the white folk. Because, listen, your people love you. <laughs> At least I do. Um and I, I, I hope that, uh, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I hope that he really doesn't give a shit. You know, <laughs> I hope he knows what, and, and, what he's done for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I feel. I feel like with, with Dave Chappelle too, it's like, he don't, I mean, he got the Emmy, but like, he don't care. Dave though, he great. It's like, okay. These people are national treasures in our community. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like you don't absolutely. touch them. You get what I'm coming from? Like, absolutely. So it is what it is. But we going to probably dive off the deep end, y'all. We about to transition into something. Because um, this little bitch decided <laughs> to record and fuck Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let, me, let me intro this and I'm going to let you cook. Hold on. Hold on. Because she's about to go in, y'all. Um, uh, so if you guys have been listening or even been following um, in the news, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be politically correct on this because I'm going to let her cook and get her shit off. Tory Lanez was accused of shooting Megan Thee Stallion's foot. Um. He's been relatively quiet 
when Megan has been not super vocal, but she became vocal about what actually happened and accused them of like, you know, you shot me into being vocal. Yeah. Um, Megan was trying to protect him and protect the people around her because as we know, in this country, when um, there's violence with black folk, the police do not respond well to that. And then people end up dead. Fortunately, which is sad to say that fortunately the only thing, only person who got hurt was Megan. Um, However, and you've heard me say this before, uh, Tori was accused of shooting her from Megan. And even if he didn't shoot her, he was the, the, the male, the man supposedly that she was with and he didn't protect her. So Tory Lanez, Daystar, Fuckboy, whatever his name is, decided to drop an album. <sighs> he dropped an album the same day or the day after. I don't remember. Excuse me, exactly. Uh, the Breonna Taylor uh, decision in court, which bad timing, number one. Um, rest in peace, Breonna Taylor. Um, hopefully, you know, at some point, we get some justice for you. But um, I'm just going to say this, man. We need to protect our black women. With that being said, I'm going to let a black woman talk and shut the fuck up. Rocky Cook. So this little bitch had the audacity to drop an album the same week we got the Breonna Taylor verdict. This little bitch decided to drop an album to capitalize off of harming a black woman this little bitch is the most narcissistic human being i think i've seen in the longest time in entertainment but it's a lot of narcissistic males in entertainment and women too let's not discriminate against race and um and origin and 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 and, and freaking sex you know what i'm saying because there's a lot of fucked up people regardless But you had the audacity to make a fucking album to state your claim on what happened in the incident and you still shot the girl. You shot her and you tried to capitalize off of harming somebody. You are a straight bitch and you might as well have a split between your legs. You might as well bleed seven days like we do. I don't understand where the fuck these motherfuckers come from, but Niggas act like bitches these days, and that's such a true statement. Quoting Drake, I I don't know how you sleep at night. I don't know how you even function the way you do, thinking that you did nothing fucking wrong. And you texted that girl that I was drunk. I've been obliterated, and I never picked up a gun and shot no goddamn body. Period. So what what else you got? Please tell me what else you got. And the fact that you thought you was going to win off of doing this. You 28, that girl is 25. You are sick. You are sick. I just... You a piece of shit. That's all I got to say. So I'm going to I'm going to echo a little bit what she said. You are a piece of shit. Um 
Here's the thing. I, I see a lot of people going on there. Oh man, and it was great music. I don't I don't care. I don't care. Because at some point this woman was shot. And you were the black man that was with her. You were yeah, you the man that was with her. her. You did nothing to protect her. And then your response is to monetize her harm. Um, Sick, listen, um, Sick I, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say this. Uh, I've been around a lot of women in my life. I have a wife. I have two daughters. I I've had two mothers recipes to my mom. Um, I have a sister. I have a sister on the side, on the other side of this mic. Um, I, I, I hope that they felt safe in my company at all times. If I, if they weren't, I apologize because that's my fault. Um, but none of them have ever been shot, none of them have ever been harmed. And if they were in my presence, trust me, I got harmed too. Um, I find no enjoyment in, I don't give a shit how good the music is. I, I won't listen to the album. I don't care. Um, because even if they go to court and go, he wasn't one that shot her, it was somebody else. Nigga, you was there. And then you got the nerve to say you still love her. How you love somebody? Don't you never, you never, you never. You know, twisted. But boy, you got a, you got a very, very demented <laughs> a way of, uh, or, 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 or thinking of what love is. It's just you are fucked up. Nah, like I, I, I can't condone. I can't agree with. Listen, fam, you got your side of the story. That's cool. Tell it in court. I don't care on the album. I don't. I really don't. Like I said before, I was never a Tory fan to begin with. I don't really fuck with music like that anyway. And to so, y'all that's standing him like this, like for y'all that's standing him, y'all condoning violence against against a, a against a black woman, against women in general. Those of you who that's condoning, y'all okay with this? Well, y'all need help too. Y'all are special. Y'all are touched. Y'all mama could have got a check for y'all. Y'all touched. I'm se- I'm trying to tell you, something y'all wrong like, with y'all. <laughs> no, nah, listen, they ain't shit neither. <laughs> and they ain't shit, but y'all touched. <laughs> they ain't shit either. Um, I'm gonna say this, fam. I don't care what you got to say, rap, sing, whatever. Um, you really want to prove me wrong and make me feel bad about you know what I'm saying? Go to court. Take ownership. Cause you take you, ownership of what did, happened. You did because, not. Like I said. Even if you didn't pull the trigger, you allowed it. To, you allowed it to happen, and that's not right, man. It's not. It, it, it's your piece of shit. I agree with Rocky, and I stand with black women. I stand with all women. Um, we need to protect our women from fuck boys like this, like this man, and not this, not even a man. Um, and God, women, if you are in something and you 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 even think that this love, like it does, it is. I don't know how you convey it to be love, but it's not. Like, get the fuck out of it. Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell women how to think, how to feel, but I'm gonna tell you this much: find you if you need to be, if you feel the need to have a man in your life, find you a man that is going to protect you, take care of you, no matter what, like. Well, hold up. Let me. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. Don't no, no matter what. Don't be. Don't don't you be toxic. But find a man that's gonna take care of you and not some of these fuckboys out there that's gonna leave you out to, in, in the wind. Um, God, it, it just irritates me. And 
I'm just echoing what Rocky's saying because she's she's my sister. She's a, a beautiful young black woman. Um, and I I would I would I would put all types of harm on anybody that's gonna hurt her. So I I don't understand how this individual can sit there and monetize what he allowed to happen to this woman. Period. Um, so bottom line is fuck out of here. I mean, <laughs> the fuck out of here. Like I said, arrest this dude, put him in jail, send him back to Canada. He don't need to be out in our country. Fuck out of here. Yeah, he got to go. I just. And the yeah. fact that he actually got on out and he got on his album and like got mad at people who were saying the shit. Fam, you allowed a black woman to get hurt. But, but, but again, again, he said it on an album. Would you say this to these people's faces? Like you, you, you be you, you Billy badass with that gun. Without that gun, probably get tossed up. Even with that gun, shoot. You only five three, Tori. Um, I'm five six. No, according, according <laughs> to him, uh, run up. According to him, he's according run to him, up. he's five seven. Can't but, no uh, damn five seven. He the same I'm height. He, seven. he was the same <laughs> you, height. You and that, did you seven. see? Did you see uh Sway's uh a uh, show and he hopped out that chair? He was the same height as the chair. You definitely five three. You short. Like don't, don't even play. <laughs> My oldest daughter saw, told me about that, and she was cracking up. He hopped out the chair the same height as the chair. It was the same height as the chair. <laughs> Boy, go somewhere with that. I just don't take have your little thing. Napoleon complex ass. I so just goddamn where. Um, listen, I, I don't. I don't want to spend too much time on this nigga because, uh, you know, we getting close to the end of this podcast. But Tori, shut the fuck up, please, trash. please, just just, just shut the fuck up. You piece of shit. You I don't care. God, how you gonna say? All, all, say all the things you said, and then you say you still love her, and all this, bruh. Nah, nah. Um, yeah, whatever. We gotta end on a good note. What else you got? <laughs> Kanye owes Big Sean three million dollars. That's not a good note. Um, but it was talk about his masters. But you owe you owe Big Sean three million dollars. Now, at first, when I heard this story, I was like, okay, what did Jay do? You know what I'm saying? Like, what? it had to be some type of business dealing. It, 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 I really believed it was the, for the betterment of everyone, knowing that Kanye only had, what, one album at that time when Jay did do that deal? But you you, you got the audacity to sit here and scream about your masters, and you owe Big Sean $3 million. Now, I listened to The Breakfast Club yesterday, and um, Charlemagne is right uh, when he said, and I'm quoting him, that Big Sean has a lot of restraint because he do. There's no way that someone who's worth supposedly $1.3 billion not going to come and get me, not going to run me my $3 million. Period. No, you're right. That's just how I feel about it. You're right. You know, so... um. I don't but, know. I don't. I don't. I don't like how you out and stuff, and you not tell the truth about you too. You get where I'm coming from. You know how people like to make other people look like the bad guy. Talk. T- tell what you did too. You know what I'm saying. I don't like that because if you owe somebody that much money, you definitely have it. Give him his goddamn money. Like what the hell? I don't know how to feel about you. Yeah, it's like you you do something, and I'm like okay. Then you do something again. I'm like yeah. Come on, man. Really. Well, pick a side, pick a spot, pick a seat to sit down here and stay your ass there for a minute and yeah. think. 
Cause something's wrong with you, man. You owe that man I mean, three million dollars. There's a lot of that's a lot of money. Um, no, there's been a lot of people that's like, yo, I don't really know what Kanye's angle is. You know, is he really doing this for? Is he doing it for himself, or is he really doing it for the industry? Right. Um, I could speculate, but I'm not only because, you know, I really don't know. Um, but and we talked about this to kind of, uh, what was it? Shit. I mean, it's a sample on Jay-Z song. I figured who actually made the lyrics, but somehow the rap game is sort of like the crack game, but it's like the streets, man. It's, it's, it's really what it is. Like you people want to make money. And if I can make money off you, I'm going to make money off you. Um, But the fact that Kanye is out there putting himself out there saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I want him to do it, but at the same time, you need to right your wrongs and fix what's going on in your own house. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I'm looking at. Like, yeah, are you serious right now? But, like you say, I mean, but you want to call other people out. You understand this thing about calling people out. When you call other people out, you got to call yourself out. I can go off on Tory Lanez because I was in a domestic violence situation. You get where I'm coming from? I can go off mm-hmm. on that. I, I, so if I'm calling you, you calling people out, call yourself out. If I'm checking you, Mike, if I ever check you about something, it's because I check myself first. You get where I'm coming from? Absolutely. Don't be doing <laughs> what you're doing and you... You trying to you trying to make a, make a person because I love Jay Z make him seem seem like he's a lesser of a human being and you ain't do nothing you did no no different than him you know what I'm saying if if that's what he did to you that's what I'm mad about come on man I mean, stop doing that like calling people I hate that calling people out shit unless you check yourself first. You check yourself first, then you call them out. You get where I'm coming from? No, Don't do you. that. Don't do that. But look, here's the thing, though. Um, and Kanye is kind of Kanye, and Kanye's going to do Kanye things. Uh, that's really the, the, the extent of it. True. That's the truth. Like, we, yeah, unfortunately. So, I mean... I I hope his intentions are pure, and I'm sure that he's going to make decisions that may not be the best. But just give just give Sean his money, give Sean his money. Um, if you really if you really pre- if you want to practice what you preach, give Sean his money. Because and- I understand initially doing something without knowing what you're doing, listening to other people, not researching what you're doing to other people. I understand that. But if you're going to shout out from the mountaintops that this happened to you, then post your contract and stuff. Post everybody on your on good music contract. Who else you done robbed over there? You owe 2 chains money? You owe Pusha T money? What's going <laughs> on? Like, I'm serious. You get where I'm coming from? No, you're right. If you you're owe right. Big Sean $3 million, who else you owe? Bro, let's be, let's be clear on that. You owe Tayana all money? Like, who else you owe? Don't I'm, be I'm doing sure. no, don't do Don't do that. I'm sure you owe Tiana money, but whatever. Look, just don't look. Yeah, you done got me started. Mm-mm. But that's all I have to say on that, y'all. Like, oof, the last two topics were exhausting. 
I wanted to end on a good note. You went into some shit. I know. I just... <laughs> well, then fine. Tell me something good. Damn it. Tell me. Uh, what's good? Uh, right now, let's see. Let's see. Um. You're going to fight white woman. Um, let's see. You're crump. Oh, my God. There's, there's a white woman in my room crumping right now. No, I'm trying to get my wife out of here. What, what are you doing? Bye, girl. Oh, you know what's good? What was good that I, I enjoyed was the uh the um Mariah Carey interview with Oprah and she was talking about her um her memoir. I enjoyed that. I did not watch that. Yeah, Mariah Enlighten us. Yeah, Mariah is one of the realest females I know. She was talking about her marriage with Tommy Matola. She talked about her marriage with Nick Cannon. She talked about her family background and how her sister tried to sell her to a pimp when she was 12. Like Mariah has been through it. And just to see her who see who she is today, you know what I'm saying? That she didn't let her circumstances get to her. That that motivated me. That inspired me. I love me some Mariah Carey. She can't do no wrong in my book. Mm, okay, you say so. Yeah, my book. I say my book now. I ain't talking about oh. yours. I know you got your gripes and your complaints over there. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Because we've been talking about this. Did you finally watch Hamilton yet? Do, look, um, y'all. Uh, hey, I think that's where we're going to end it at. Oh. Damn, this, this girl, I swear. I swear. Gonna, I think we're gonna end it there, y'all, because I don't want I don't want Dulcie to uh, attack me no more about Hamilton. Um, yeah, so <laughs> that's all we got. <laughs> <laughs> I am done with you. Jesus. Anyway, if y'all haven't watched Hamilton yet, please watch it because I've been telling Rocky this for like since July. Uh. What else have I been watching? We're gonna get into some to some shows real quick because I don't I don't want to end on that bullshit. Um, I finally watched Altered Carbon on uh, Netflix. Really good. Mad that they are not making a third season. Uh, what else? What else was I watching? Season two of The Boys. Really good. Oh shit! We just started watching Homecoming. You ever watch that? Mm, no. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime. Homecoming. It's it's about uh, a company. Like, I don't want to spoil it. It's about like military veterans and the shit they go through and like some weird stuff. And it's it's good. Check it out. Uh, I'm only on season one, and it's Julia Roberts is the uh, the star. But season two is my girl Janelle Monet, Janelle Monet, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Um, what other shows am I watching? What else? What else? What else? What else? Because I'm I've been studying and working really hard, so I haven't watched a lot of TV. But nope, that's all I got. Besides, um, yeah, that's it. I got nothing else. I'm just trying not to end this damn show on. Bullshit. So yeah, yeah, we got what we needed to get off our chest. Off our chest. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Or whatever the hell I was supposed to say. Hey, listen. I want to thank all the listeners. Um, international, national, black, white, brown. Um, we love green, all of y'all. purple. 
We love all y'all, man. Um, you love us, we love you. That's how we roll. We love everybody, honestly. It ain't no discrimination over here. No, there's no discrimination over here. And just know that bad things happen in Philadelphia. The the president told us that. Um, well, shit, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. It's, it's, it's good. I mean, uh, if you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy it, tell your friends, tell your family. Let them uh, click the link. They don't yeah. like us. Oh, I mean, uh, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, it's, it's free ninety nine. All we need you to do is just listen. That's all we. That's all we want. Yeah, that's all we want. That's all we want. Um, but yeah, man, thanks to y'all for listening. Um, I want to reiterate that as many times as possible. Uh, we really appreciate it, and we we'll do. continue Thank to come you. back and t- spread the word. And yeah, we'll be back in about two weeks, as long as my life doesn't get. Tangled in some other bullshit like I did today. Yeah, work. Um, <laughs> work was kicking my behind too. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, we have a Facebook page. Um. If you go to Facebook slash, as I go to Facebook to tell you the actual link because I wasn't prepared because I suck at this shit. <laughs> um. Yes. Go to facebook.com slash BRB podcast. Uh, hit us up. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Tell us what you think about the podcast. Um, we may or may not listen to you, but hey, you have the opportunity to tell us what you want to hear. Um, and yeah, that's all I got. Rocky? That's all I got to thank you. Please listen on all of our streaming platforms. Um, we on Seven everything, yeah. We on everything except a title. That's all I know. I can't drop everything right now because I, I I don't know everything. I don't know everyone. <laughs> yeah, but our our home is a uh, anchor. <laughs> so yeah. hit us up there, anchor.com or anchor.fm, uh, bars rhythm beats, and uh, yeah, man. Just go, yeah, just Google us. You will we'll pop up. Yeah, we, we, we yeah, just look for us in all your streaming podcasts, uh, streaming podcast search bars. It will pop. The alcohol has got me. Ah, the F in vodka. <laughs> Listen, I don't know if y'all know this, but the, the in the bars and the beats, the bars part is a double entendre. It's for like actual lyrics and alcohol. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get out of here, man. We love y'all. Thank you for listening. Peace. Peace.